0: Hello again and welcome to The Master's Voice. I'm Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. This video is a part two of the comprehensive prophecy that is called China is Ready. So yesterday I delivered part one heavily under the spirit of the Lord, talking about the corruption in the church, as opposed to the coming justice of the Lord Jesus Christ. That was the first part of a prophecy that has many moving parts. And I'm here to deliver the rest. But the overall prophecy is called, China is ready. And the date that I got that was November, the 25th, 2023. So yesterday I covered the first part of the prophecy where God was saying that arrest warrants are coming and it's not going to be the usual type of arrest warrant that doesn't land. Meaning that sometimes we see that people are arrested. Their crimes do come to light, or at least the suspicion of crime comes to light. We see these people getting arrested, but then they avoid any type of consequence. People of importance obviously have an entire team around them. They've got publicists, they've got people to talk to the media, they've got people to run interference for them. they have extremely, extremely talented lawyers and many times, even though they are accused, they get off scot free or they get off with fines or they get off with only some type of dent to their reputation, but they don't really pay they don't really pay the price as the ordinary person feels that they should. So very often, we see that justice seems to stall. We see that justice seems to be perverted. But the prophecy from the Lord that he gave me early, early in the morning before I went to bed, between one and two a.m. is that we're going to see people arrested. arrests coming down the pipeline, big names. And the Lord says that when it comes to the names, it's the biggest of the big. His exact sentences were, tell them, that i have saved the best for last so this is people who have been defiant in their crimes i guess people who have beat the rap so many times that they think they will be able to get away with it you might find 30 40 year career criminals that everybody knows is a bit shifty or 30 40 year career criminals that nobody ever suspected both types the lord says will be going down with a big splash in all areas so this is politics Government, money, this is finance, entertainment, and so much more. In all aspects of life, the axe is going to start falling and people will be made to answer for their crimes officially. So it's no more the court of Twitter, no more the court of TikTok. And we think he did it. This time, due process is going to be followed and the end is going to be satisfactory. And what the Lord brought forward in. It's been a few months now, and it was regarding prophecies concerning those who abuse children, assault children, rape children, traffic children. The Lord gave me the insight, and he said that the Christian part in all this is not just to be baying for blood, but it is to pray efficient prayers, not selfish prayers, not emotional prayers, not prayers that are just fired in the dark, so to speak, but to pray on target and pray towards the justice of God. Pray and basically say, let the punishment fit the crime. And there's so much that you can build around that. How bad was the crime? Somebody's being accused of trafficking women or trafficking men or trafficking small children, murdering children, and then that crime comes to light. But because maybe that person is a high-ranking person, someone from a family of influence, someone with their own personal wealth, perhaps, someone who can afford a good legal team, and it may look like justice might be defeated, but if the people of God step into this situation, not by spending their time online, sharing opinions, that can't really do anything. But they step into the courts of heaven and they begin there to leverage God's justice against the wicked. God is famous for his justice against the wicked. Then that is how we contribute to these prophecies stepping off the page and playing out correctly in real life. God says that even the church will not be spared its part in scandal. And so I was talking quite at length. If you haven't seen that video, it was uploaded just yesterday and it is called the justice of Yah versus a corrupted end times church. And God was basically saying, That he's not just going after the unbelievers. So he's not just going to go after people in the world, movie stars, music stars, whatever it is, expose their dirt. And then people think because, oh no, the church is God's special child. So nothing's going to happen. The Bible actually says that judgment begins at the house of God. And so all the stuff that the pastors do, that the elders do, that the leaders do, and then they cover it up and they bring these emotionally charged Confessions faux confessions from the pulpit and all they're doing is manipulating the, the emotions and the hearts of their, of their members. They're they're emotionally playing upon people's hearts and people's affection for them so they can keep their positions of relevance in the church. But God says it's not going to go like that this time. God is going to make sure that justice is served against pedophile pastors against narcissist pastors against pastors who are stealing from the offering pastors who are lining their pockets with the proceeds that the church is bringing to build the lord's house so that there can be food in the lord's storehouse and god is going to go above pastor and he is going to go above people and he's actually going to involve that all important p police and the second p press so the press and the police are now going to step in where the pastor and the people have had these questionable relationships because the church is always letting their pastors off the hook. There's nothing like crying in a Facebook live to make the church forget about everything that the Bible says. So the Bible becomes negotiable when your pastor cries, when he says, I didn't, I didn't mean it. And then all of a sudden it's like he, his heart, who are we to judge? We are to judge with all righteous judgment. That's who we are to judge. We are the church. So functioning correctly as lymphocytes, we are to look at the viruses among them, among us, call them out, mark and avoid them. And this has the healing benefit that apostle Paul was always talking about, which is that when people are charged with their crimes in the church, they become chastised. The kind of chastisement that leads to godly sorrow, proper repentance, But if you're always hugging them up after their last infidelity, they become inured to sin. It means hardened. It means that inside they have this cackle that you can't hear because they know that all they have to do is cry on a Facebook Live and then they will get away with it. So God will take it out of the hands of pastor, out of the hands of the people. It's going to go into the hands of the police, into the hands of the press, and then moving on to that final P, prosecution, you will go to trial and go to jail. All your dirt will be exposed. And then the church will finally be aired out of the sinners, recalcitrant, unrepentant sinners, and then all the group B sinners, which is those who clap for the group, a sinners, God is going to bring harsh discipline into the church because as we are, we are not fit to stand in the father's presence for end times judgment majority of people will be told depart from me I knew you not and so God is going to take correction in hand and so I covered that part of the prophecy and the next part of the prophecy is concerning a very powerful figure in the United States government I have brought this prophecy three times before and this prophecy is concerning a high-ranking woman in government I think she's the former speaker of the house Nancy Pelosi, a powerful figure in the U S government will pass away. She will be removed. Her name is Nancy Pelosi. The Lord says the end of wickedness is at hand. The end of all evil done in darkness with the evidence suppressed and then covered up. I will expose them all. I punish the wicked and by no means pardon the guilty. Nancy Pelosi will die. She will be killed. And then the Lord went on further to talk about the wickedness of this woman. And the Lord has spoken of this before. The two prophecies where Nancy Pelosi's name appears in print on the Master's Voice Prophecy blog is The Sodomy Ritual, Part 2. So I discussed what this prophecy was about. It is a series. I still actually have, I think, one or two more parts to that series, just very short observations that the Lord was making about how Hollywood works and things like that, but the Lord was moving me into dealing with the crimes against children. And so those two, those two little blurbs, perhaps I will just stick them at the end of something, or maybe I'll just join them together and make one video, but those things are still um, in my written archives. But what God was talking about is how nations are captured to the wicked. And he was saying that it's a special curiosity when it comes to the United States, because America makes so much noise about being, you know, the land of the free and the home of the brave. And Americans hold certain things so dear, such as, you know, free speech, freedom of movement, things like that. And so when a nation truly believes that it is built and founded on the right to dialogue, which is, of course, not true. We have... uh, top grade communist censorship now working in the country. But when some people are still holding on to the delusion that there is free speech in the country, um, free operation of people's desires, we have the right to vote, it's free, and it's unmessed with elections and things like that. And the Lord says the irony of it is that the nation is actually captured to Satanists. So every time people hear this, they will think, oh no, I was gonna listen to this channel, but now I didn't know that I had stumbled into the web of conspiracy. But the true conspiracy is how? You can live in the midst of continuing events that are signaling to you that the reality that you keep insisting is true is not, but is changing rapidly like quicksand under your feet. And yet you continue to insist that because you learned it in school in the 60s, or you learned it in school in the 80s, or you learned it in school in the 2000s, that it's true. It has to be true because it's in the books. The books are not keeping up with the reality. In fact, the books are steadfastly, continuously kept that way to keep the populace docile and fooled and believing in myths that don't actually match the operation of how power actually works in the United States. And so God says the entire country is captured to Satanists. It's captured to people who are serving Satan as a God. So just as seriously as some of us Christians take worship and honor and the lordship of Jesus Christ, this is how seriously Satanists take Satan. Whatever we see Jesus as, they see Satan as that. As devoted as the most devoted are. Satanists are equally as devoted there is no length that they will not go to to serve their God in fact our God prescribes us prescribes us from from certain things so he limits us from for instance fanaticism God didn't tell us to go out there and blow ourselves up to prove that Jesus Christ is Lord he told us in fact that it's through the foolishness of preaching That he will draw men to himself it's the goodness of god that will draw men to himself it's when he is lifted up then he will draw all men to himself but there's nothing that satanists won't do there's no humming they won't hum there's no pentagram they won't draw there's no baby they won't cook to invoke power and so in this nation god is making it very clear that the sleeping people at the bottom of the pyramid already burdened by taxes and not enough to keep the home fires burning have their eyes closed to a spiritual reality. Imagine America has a ton of atheists per capita. That is people who say there is no God. There is no Satan. There is no anything that is a deity or a spirit. And yet the people ruling you strongly believe in the apex predator, deity of evil, Satan, Lucifer himself. They revere and honor him as a god. So they're up there, and they're not atheists. They are Satanists. And then you're down here insisting that nothing exists while they're opening portal and beaming down all forms of Scotty to come and rule over us in the end times. And Nancy Pelosi was mentioned all the way back then in the sodomy ritual. So God gave me all these prophecies during a very difficult July, August, September period. Very tough time to be seeing the things that I was seeing. God mentioned that Nancy Pelosi is throat deep in the witchcraft crowd, and he said that she would be killed. And then in another prophecy that is called Changes Ahead. Now that was October the 31st, 2022, and that was a live prayer call. So uh, there was a time that I would share the prayer calls that I was having. And this is just basically when I'm praying with other people and we, we would never be praying in particular about blog stuff. This is just the amazingness of God. We'll be praying for the personal needs in the group. We will be praying for things in general concerning the operation of this ministry so that God can always be lifted up and God can always be front and center. And then the Lord would just break forth in the midst of that. And so many revelations, so many truths, so many things would just start coming out and coming out. And I would just keep speaking them and speaking them. And this would happen. And then I thought, let me record it. And so I recorded and shared quite a few um, concerning finance, concerning there's one, especially gripping one concerning basically what's going to happen in the end and end of times when AI breaks free of all its moorings and shows us who it's really, who it really is, which is just Satan. It's just Satan inside all these. Let me do this for you. And uh, it was quite eye opening Uh, in the prayer calls. I think there's one concerning military might in the United States, uh, how a new form of warfare is coming. And I was talking about how I was seeing men in these mighty skins and things like that. Warfare is going to absolutely and totally change. And one of them. I think two of them. One of them was about finance and another one was about politics. And that one is called Changes Ahead. And that's where Nancy Pelosi was mentioned. And what the Lord said in that prophecy, if you go to the blog, the location is masters voicecom If you go to the blog and look for the prophecy called Changes Ahead, unfortunately, it's not going to be there, but Um, I think the video link is there and you can always find the video link here on YouTube and in the video link, you should go to the 30 minute mark changes ahead. I think there's a picture of Donald Trump on the video. The 30 minute mark is where God was saying that Nancy Pelosi will be killed. The speaker of the house, Nancy Pelosi will be killed. So she's not going to die of old age. That's something that he was saying. She will be killed. God says removed, taken out. And that is because she is wicked. And she is in witchcraft. And um, the feeling that I had, the feeling that I had, because I did go back and watch that prophecy so I can I can bring the same thing here so that there can be continuity. The feeling that I had at that time last year as I was on the prayer call was, um, it was just a short snippet that the Lord gave, but the feeling that I had what he was talking to me is of a sudden switching off. So I said, it's as if you're about to leave a house and you're checking and then you come to the last room and you just switch off the lights, like just a short, sharp, uh, sudden thing, and then darkness. And that is how it's going to be for her. So basically God is saying that she's not going to get old and die in bed, surrounded by grandchildren, because that kind of peaceful passing is for people who are not wicked. And now to a very complicated dream that I had on November the 25th, 2023. That is basically the dream that is the subject of this prophecy. It is called China is ready. You're listening to the prophecy, China is ready. And this dream, I can tell you, when I woke up, the first thing that the devil tried to do is steal the dream from me so i was i had this dream i woke up and my mind was trying to go blank already you know you're lying there in that state between sleep and wakefulness and you're coming awake and everything and that is usually when people who can remember their dreams your 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 brain is gathering all that information because if your brain is not able to actually hold on to what it is that you're seeing in the spirit realm when you wake up you will just know I dreamt something, but I don't know what it is. And some people, they can have a few tendrils and a few threads, but then very quickly it's gone and they can't remember. But I wake up and sometimes I wake up right into the conversation of the Lord. He's already explaining, okay, this was that and you saw this and that thing you saw that is actually that. But when I woke up, the enemy was trying to rob this dream from me. And then what happened was I saw a snippet of the dream. So I saw a snippet of the dream where I had entered a subterranean a whole subterranean world underneath a a building i had entered basically what i will call the cave as i carry on with this dream you will understand better so i'd entered the cave and when i entered the cave i heard three men i heard men talking and then they were coming toward me and i ducked behind a wall the cave was separated into a split two tunnel kind of deal like this And so they were coming to where the tunnel was, and I ducked behind one wall, hoping desperately that they would definitely not choose that path. And thanks to the Holy Spirit, they chose the other path. And once I saw that, the rest of the dream came flooding in. So let's begin and let's talk about this dream, because this dream is God showing as clear as anything that China is here in the United States and they are not g- gonna get any more hearer than this type of here. This is the kind of here that's here. It's it's as here as here gets. And so I dreamt that I was invited out to an event. I don't know who invited me. I do not know even um, how the invite came to me. Let's just say that perhaps maybe I went down to the mailbox. Got the mail and there was this nice envelope in there. Um, You know, the kind that's all fancy, big that you think, ooh, wedding. Well, it was not a wedding. It was an anonymous invitation to an event sent to me by who I don't know. Nice printed card in white and gold. And this is what it said. It said, this is a big event. Please attend and bring whoever you want with you. The entry fee has already been taken care of and they're expecting you no rsvp is necessary just bring company dinner and seating will be provided now in real life you send me an invitation like this no name no context i'm not i'm not coming i am not going to show up but in this dream i was eager to attend this thing And so I followed the instructions, got my sister and a friend to go with me, and we pull up to this place and as we're driving up, the the, the driveway alone is announcing and advertising money. So you're driving up and they've got these little, you know, these little sparkles up the driveway and the little mandatory circle thing that the cars are supposed to come in one way and go another way. And we came in and I was just shocked at the sheer size and scale of this event. I mean, if, if, if this person was going for impressive, then they hit the nail on the head. And the first thought that I had seeing all this largesse seeing all this majestic driveway and the entry hall and then we were immediately sent off to the left so there was a path that was already already kind of marked out sort of a a, not exactly a red carpet entry but definitely very nice and then the people ushering us and so we were basically shepherded to go one way and we were going off to the left and so there was one thought that I kept having as we came in, as we were greeted, and as we were taken to our seating. I'm wandering around this place inside, and I'm, I keep thinking, who's paying for all this? Who on earth is doing this? Who's affording this? Who's running this scale of an event? Over and over, this thought keeps repeating itself because I'm looking at very nice flatware, silverware, Covered chairs, those are extra at an event. I'm looking at extravagant wall designs, you know, on the walls. I'm looking at wedding style decor under this massive, 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 massive thing. I'll just call it a tent. I called it a tent, but this is actually a solid building. This is a solid building, but it had the, the feel almost as if we were at a stadium simply because of the size of the place, meaning that from my area, staring as far down as I want to go, chairs are there, tables are there, everything is there, and yet I looking, I cannot see the end of this thing. And so I even left my seat to go and try and investigate, but you know, I'm walking and I'm getting further and further and further away from my area, and I still haven't hit the end of this venue space and so when i noticed that i was way too far from my seat uh i gave up trying to find out how big this venue was and um to find out exactly how the event was being experienced at the very end of the room i i went back and so there were servers in white jackets running around serving food i mean dashing around taking drink orders food or orders and everybody was it was mostly young chinese men you know young Ch- chinese men that could um Communicate with us very well. No problem there. A full menu, unlimited drinks, live music, not stereo. So live people sitting there playing stuff. And you know, it was just the works. But I still didn't know who all this show was for. Because the fact is, the attendance was very poor. The place was not full. So you would see a table. Let's say it's, it's 10 per table. You would see a table with all 10 people seated. And then the very next table next to it would just be two. Maybe the two friends that came and that's where their name was and they're seated. But then the other eight guests are not in attendance. And then another table has four and then another 10 and then a seven and then sometimes a one. So it wasn't full attendance. There was more seating, more service, more food than there were guests. And I kept thinking this thought, kept coming to my mind, why are they doing all this for foreigners? That's what I felt in my heart. Why all this for foreigners? Yet I didn't see any foreigners, quote, fingers. In fact, the whole room was filled with Americans from every walk of life, every ethnicity, every background, people from different countries, Western countries especially, but also people from other countries were there. There were a few of them, but the number was mostly Americans And the mass number of all of us could not explain how come this size of a hall had been booked and yet so many empty seats unaccounted for. Now, I didn't eat anything. My curiosity is piqued. I want to know what's happening here. And so I said to my companions, forget this food. Let's go look around, okay? Let's be like Nancy Drew. Let's slip out for a while and investigate. And so they agreed and we left this large hall to explore the building. Now, by this time, everybody who's coming has come. And so all the people who are managing the event hall, all the people who basically when you walk in, they form this mandatory curve going left, they've all left to now move into the event to do their overseeing and and service and everything else there. So when you come out in the hall, there's not even security or a bouncer there. So now we step, come off from the left, and instead of going back to the entryway, we head straight. Which will be right. And as soon as we go a little, way, a little way, please understand what I'm saying a very little way. The entire building changes. There's no carpet. The floors are unfinished. It's just cement. Even the elevators are not working. On this side of the building, there's a nice silver elevator. It's minutes you come back out and just go straight, as if you're heading, you know, to the right side. The elevators are just empty husks with this green tarp there's green tarp in front of them and then they've duct taped with black duct tape to let you know this is not a door and then yellow caution tape across the side the floors are unfinished you see a couple of stairwells the stairwells aren't finished it's just basically raw cement with a slab put on top cement a slab on top not polished not finished not covered anything like that um unpainted cement walls So you look over there, it's painted, it's lavish, and then you look over here and the walls don't even have whitewash on them. And this whole vibe on the other side was this eerie abandoned project feeling that was totally opposed to where the amazing dinner hall was. And I was thinking, again, whoever created this building sure put a lot of time into the parts that the foreigners would be seeing. But they didn't really bother with bringing the rest of the building up to scratch. Why would you build one magnificent section and then leave the rest of the place unfinished and barely functional like this? And so we're going deeper. I want to know what's going on. And we finally get to a small staircase, so narrow, that seems to be heading into the the basement. And so we start going down. But after a while, not only does the staircase stay narrow, but then the roof begins to drop. And so it's kind of claustrophobic. And we have to hunch down to keep going. And at this point, one of my companions said, you know what? I don't want to be Nancy Drew anymore. My sister said she doesn't want to be Nancy, any- Nancy Drew anymore. and She's going to stop and wait for us to come back. And she said, you know, I have a bad feeling. And I, I had the same bad feeling. I totally agreed with the bad feeling, but I was also having this urge that was driving me forward. I wanted to know where we are and why it was like that. And so the friend also said that she didn't want to go any further, too. So I told the both of them, you know what? Good idea. You guys wait here and I'll keep going. I continued forward and the path got lower and lower and soon I had to bend and then I was crawling to go forward. And just when I thought, I think this is too narrow and maybe I ought to stop, it opened up again and this is where I found myself in what I was calling the cave. So this was not so much a cave as those, I really won't call it catacombs, the kind of catacombs that you find in the old 007 movies where underneath they would have a whole operation going on under there. And nobody would know so when I came out and I finally stood up almost as soon as I stood up I heard voices I heard men's voices and like I said it was branching off into two and so I chose the further one and I hid behind the wall and I also said that it's a good thing as a Christian when you're going around that God is with you because when God is with you he will protect you even from your own doing sometimes He will protect you even from the stuff that you think is a great idea because it became very clear to me real quick that I should not have been in that cave. And so it was three Chinese men who were coming. It was three Chinese men and they were just ordinarily dressed and they were conversing in their language and then they came and they passed by and then I began to follow sounds that I was hearing in the direction that they came from before they got to the fork and I was not prepared for what I saw. I found myself in a massive, as massive as it was above ground, just beneath it was an area as large, but not quite as large as the one above ground, because that one seemed to go on without limit. And that's because there's no limit to the amount of grass and stuff that you get up there. But I guess when you're digging under, under the ground, you will be limited eventually by rock. Because this was an existing cave that it had a lot of human help to modify it. So this was a pre-existing cave that had been helped into the modern world by a lot of human modifications. It was very large. It had an extremely high dome-shaped ceiling at the top. And then it tapered down at the two sides exactly like the top of an American football. So not the international soccer ball that is round. The American football that looks almost like a chubby grain of rice like this and like this with pointy ends. What am I doing here? There we go. So like that, um, dome-shaped at the top. And then there was activity under this large roof, roof from the very, very furthest edge all the way to the back end of the wall. And everybody in that place was Chinese. Everybody minus me in that underground cave was Chinese. And so at the very far end, the front end, there was something like an orchestra pit. And sitting in that orchestra pit were, for want of a better word, I will just call them the highest ranking, the elite, whoever they would be. Because the man speaking to them was Asian, but he wasn't dressed like them. He was dressed in these curious, shapeless clothes that they always show us future clothes would be like. It was, it, his outfit was very distinctive. It was gray and black melded together in panel flaps. So you know the clothes that they always show us in the dystopian future where apparently everybody will be depressed and unhappy and not wearing colors. Uh, those clothes always look misshapen and they have this undeniable pajama look about them. So that's what it was. And I distinctly remember he was wearing a Mandarin collar, but one half of the collar was gray and then it overlapped like a leaf formation with the other half of the collar, which was black. And then one side of the panel was black tucked into or over the other side of his panel coat, which was gray. It had wide sleeves like the Zen masters use when they're doing Tai Chi or something like that. And then I guess just straight bottom pants. And this man was standing in front of a glass pulpit with a very thin microphone. And he was speaking in very low and soothing tones to all the upper class and wealthy people who were sitting. All, almost all of them were uniformly wearing black or navy blue suits male or female, they weren't wearing any other colors, nothing like uh, Yves Saint Laurent white outfit, nothing like that, everybody was dressed business class, Um, which is actually not too uncommon for Asia. They were all in sober colors, male and female, and they were all looking up at the man and he was speaking to them, something very important because they were all raptly paying attention to him, but whatever he was saying, it was only for them to hear. So he wasn't speaking loud enough, even though he had a microphone, for his voice to carry towards the back for the rest of us to hear. So the smartly dressed people at the very front But then as I was trying to make out what was going on in this massive hall, because it had dimmer lights embedded into the rock ceiling that were currently on the low setting. And that was because many people had come into this area to rest. So there were a lot of Chinese people in that place who were napping. Most of them were back towards the back of the cave. They just found comfortable positions. And I didn't see cots. They were just sleeping on the floor. And they were napping. And um, across, scattered across, were various groups. Some of them were resting. Some of them were eating. But most of these groups were still standing. And they were standing very politely with their hands behind their back. You know, just when people are at the museum, they, they rest their hands in front or they rest their hands at the small of their back. And they're looking. Most of them, were in um, attentive positions, and they were receiving instructions from their group leaders. Every person in that place was Chinese, and they were either in repose, or they were receiving instructions, they were getting instructions uh, from leaders. And so I could feel that this was only the first level of this place. That cave, that large um, atrium, or whatever we will call it, that I came into, I could feel through the soles of my feet. That this thing went down multiple levels into the ground. And that is what was curious. You see, above ground, it was only about one, two, or three stories. So there was the floor that we were on, where the event was. It was definitely ground floor. And then from the stairs that I could see and from how the building looked outside, it was maximum two or three stories. But as I'm standing there in that basement area, I can feel it going down subterranean deep, like three, four, five, maybe even six levels, like going way down deeper basement wise than it was structure wise, visible to the eye. In every section that I could feel through the soles of my feet, because sometimes the Lord does that in a dream, I'll be walking and I can feel that there are people being murdered under the ground. There are people being sacrificed in rituals under the ground. I feel that information through my feet in the dream. And so every level was full of large groups of chinese people receiving briefings and i do mean full i saw every group dressed for different things people from every walk of life cab drivers men in chef's attire and then men who were simply wearing servers uniforms waiters uniforms ups you know, mail delivery, couriers, I saw construction workers, I saw men and women who were dressed in the same sharp business suits as the people over there, but they were not with those people. They were in various groups receiving briefings. I saw women in work aprons. I saw tech people. I saw uh, the ladies that do nails, the ladies, the nail techs. I saw them. I saw students with laptops and backpacks, and they were taking notes, every conceivable job from blue collar to white collar jobs, even people like bankers and investors were all there. Now this place was poorly lit all through. So it was very easy for me to pluck up my nerve and just walk and blend because nobody could see that I don't match. Um, as I was just walking through and looking and seeing who's there. And then after a while I stayed there watching them, I decided, you know what, it's safer for me and my family down here with them than upstairs with the foreigners. And by this time, I've now figured out that this word foreigners that keeps coming into my mind is actually what the Chinese people that I was looking at would be thinking about the people that they were hosting an event for upstairs. That is the term for Americans, the foreigners. And bear in mind, this event was not being held in China, It was being held in the united states so you would think that the chinese were the foreigners but that's what they were thinking towards americans and so i went back to get my family away my family and my friend away from that weird ballroom that was not fully attended and i went back and i told them hey follow me to the cave come with me we are safer in here than up top where everyone is eating I don't know why I said that, but that is what I said. And I took them away from there. So we went back down into that dimly lit cave, the first level where all the Chinese people were. And we laid down in one corner and we fell fast asleep, even with all that activity going on around us. Now, this dream really alarmed me when I woke up. When I finally managed to get it back, finally managed to get it back after the enemy was trying to steal it from me, I said, Lord, what is this? And he said, please listen It is the coming of the Chinese into their own. China has the military might and capabilities to attack anybody. They are not getting ready, quote fingers, as some might think. It will not be X number of years, quote fingers, before China can do this or that. They are not preparing, as America believes. The Lord said they are prepared they are ready and waiting to attack any nation that attacks them plans to attack them plans to attack them or stands in the way of their expansion goals they have the same goals as russia to increase influence to expand their borders to control the means of production and to take territory in the end times there will be new colonization of the world led by these two powers, China and Russia. The people you saw are Chinese society embedded in America. They are the silent voices operating on China's behalf in the, in the West. They are part of a multifaceted push into America that is decades old and already successful. They are part of the US. They're either born here raised here or worked here long enough to be a harmless face in the crowd. They are already here and the underground catacombs represents the way that they operate unseen and unheard in America. Their activities are below the surface. They carry or they receive orders and they carry them out without anybody knowing that they are not who they appear to be. Now, before I carry on with a very strange thing that I saw, uh that the lord that i was seeing a vision as the lord was getting towards the end of what he was explaining let's go over this that the lord said so i've explained the dream in detail so that you can know i'm invited to an event it's a big prepaid all are invited everyone come and bring a friend event that is taking place and I carry family there and I go there. And one side of the venue is so breathtaking. Seriously, if you had seen that place, you would have been just as much in awe because when money is ready to talk in this country, it sure does. So no expense was spared. And the place was the place was doing what it meant to do. But because I was curious, or probably because of the Lord pushing me to do and see more, because this is a dream, I eventually discovered a subterranean level that had multiple levels beneath it and aside from the chinese people in the event who were serving us and the chinese people who were playing the loud music and the chinese people who were saying right this way ma'am seating us and managing the event there were no other chinese people then in fact the bulk of the people were under the ground they were not at this fancy event that they set up for the foreigners they were under the ground working they were receiving orders They were dressed representative of their employments, where they come from, the work that they do. Some of them were probably coming off shift, so they had come to get their orders, but maybe it wasn't time for them to be debriefed. They would be debriefed maybe in three, four more hours, so they were catching some Zs. And then there were people in the front, the headship, so the leadership of whatever is happening, and they're being briefed by someone that I said looks Asian, could be Asian, but his clothing did not mark him as anyone from our society. And it shouldn't be new to you because this is the channel that will one minute preach about King David, which is something that you can relate to, and then the next minute tell you that the Nephilim are here and they are giving code, they are giving technology, they are giving directions to all the leaders of the world. They all take direction from these people if you think that the policies in your country don't quite match up with what the people want that's because creatures who are not human and therefore they are not touched by what is best for us they tell the leaders what to do and then those little minions go off and do it and then we end up in a world that is the brainchild of something that is not of us not from among us daniel 2 43 and they shall think to mingle themselves with the son with the sons of men so us humans all of us we are the sons of men and then there's them that's the day that will think to mingle themselves they have ulterior motives they have agendas that they are determined to express and imprint upon the human population come what may and whoever fights back They fully intend, whether you like to hear it or not, it is best to hear the truth and then put your feelings to the side. Get the truth first and then you can go home and wrestle with your feelings afterwards. They fully intend to pluck up all dissenters like cockroaches, like a nuisance and get rid of those people. And so if you don't intend to be plucked up like a cockroach, then it is best to know thy enemy. So the heads of the heads were there being briefed by another head who I said looked in person like them. He looked Asian, but his clothing belied him being like the people he was talking to. He was dressed like one of these others. And in this place, I said, multiple backgrounds, people who work in the five-star hotels, you know, The sous chef, and then the Michelin chef, and then the servers, and then the waiters, and then the Burger King, UPS, USPS, the ladies who paint your nail, you're always losing your temper with her. And then later on, when the sheets come off, she's a major general with China, looking for you, her regular customer who had no manners. The future will be very interesting and one of the things that will be interesting for christians is you will look at the fruit of your conduct in the end times and exactly the way it's working out for you you built that you built that outcome so this is food for thought exactly what you find waiting for you in the future you built that by your present conduct brick by brick the house that you build in the future you're going to live in it that's just for free and so god is saying That this dream is representing a battle-ready, conquering-ready China. And this is something that you can find all over the internet. I have been seeing this thing because I've been hearing about Russia and China from God, not from TV. If you listen to TV, China's never ready. TV's 99.2% American, even if it's playing in India. The major thought, the major influencing thoughts of the day is decidedly U.S. based and I'm not boasting I'm just speaking facts maybe the older Indians and the older Finnish think like Finns and Indian but then the younger generations they're all mixed with Americanisms the eagle is inside the chests and the rib bones of all the young generations of all the nations they are distressingly the same you could pluck an African a Mexican a Finn. And somebody from Paris, someone from Fiji, from the younger generation, and put them together, and they would vibe a person perfectly. Why? Because they all have the same inner core. And it's the red, white, and blue. That's just how it is. And so if you go by TV, China isn't ready. American language is emerging. Imagine. China's like a big black hawk over the world, just ready to swoop down and chop some heads off. But America will still describe China in terms of emerging, growing, faltering, slowing. And yet here is God showing a nation that shows you three stories on top. And then 15 stories are submerged so that you can call yourself a China expert, but then you're only an expert on the visible 3%. As a three stories. That's what you know. That's what... I went to Beijing. I studied there. I know. You don't know squats. It's a small tithe of Westerners who actually speak Mandarin or speak other Asian languages fluently enough so that they can't talk stuff about you or talk real stuff right in your face. They can't play in your face because you actually speak the language. Tiny tithe of any nationality that can speak that complicated language. So what you know, basically, same with Russia, is what they show us. That's all we know. And what God is showing here is that they're showing three stories, but then they've got a drop-down menu of 15 beneath the ground, and they are operating in very austere conditions, stripped conditions. What this dream is showing is a picture of a nation that's willing to go without in the short run because they're convinced of a long-run payoff at the expense of the foreigners. Are you listening? This is like someone who says, Oh no, I'll go with the 1985 Chevy because later when we take over the whole country, I know exactly where the house with the Maybach I want is. I don't mind driving the busted up car for now i know there's a payoff what did the lord say in one of the prophecies i think i brought it here in september and the name is completely gone for me now but i will look for it and try to put it in the description box if not today soon i said that i saw a vision of early morning cold cold early morning there was a sudden announcement everybody come out of the homes everybody was like what's going on everybody's in the early morning robe you're there you know with your chinese husband you're there with your chinese boyfriend you're there with your chinese wife and and they're as confused as you what's going on what's that noise he's like i don't know and you all come out on the street in your robes and your onesies and then you find all these soldiers in the street Chinese soldiers in the street, Russian soldiers in the street. And a command is given in that language that you can't speak. And I said that I heard, this is the crunch of many feet coming into sudden alignment. So honey is suddenly going to turn into General Zhao. Wing Commander Ming your wife of 15 years and I said that they I saw them answer back in unison we are here we are reporting for duty we have persevered I take the time to break these prophecies down you ought to know in fact because it is punishment God wants us to know we have persevered means that it wasn't an easy ride we were here they made fun of our demeanor they made fun of our accent as we played the part of an emigree so we emigrated here and then we we were learning the english because that's part of being you know not from here but they were mocking us and We weren't getting the high level jobs and we began to experience the discrimination and everything else that they are pseudo famous for. And it was a tough journey playing the part of a dentist for 15 years. I actually had to come and learn the dentistry, but you know, it's okay. I was making us dollars. I was sending it home to mom as we were waiting for this thing to kick off. We are here. We persevered. It was a long journey. But we have prevailed. And I said, in the twinkling of an eye, they assumed different identities right in front of people who had known them, loved them all their lives. And God is showing that the preparation for all that is taking place not in some actual, actual cave. He's saying that this is a representation of how they're operating here. Three stories above the ground, 15 stories below the ground and the foreigners don't know if you watch tv it always says that China isn't ready so you listen to these experts you should go and listen to Bloomberg and some of them it's when you don't know it's so engaging but when you do know it's hilarious it's levity to listen to U.S. experts say in the next 15 years you think China is going to give you 15 years to point missiles at them. In the next 15 years then, you know, maybe we can look at China perhaps having a hope or a thought of being able to. That's the language. It hedges. China's not ready. And the reason that hedging is there is because there's pride inside. How can China be ready? Didn't we just get st- didn't we just stop trolling them in the movies? 10, 15 years ago, because it was so obviously racist that we had to stop. Didn't we just retire the rice patty hats and the nodding and stop calling them China man just a few decades ago? Didn't we just find our manners concerning China? How could those people that we know be ready to do anything? God says they have the military might and the capabilities to attack anybody. That includes their own buddy, Russia. Anybody, that definitely includes the United States and the army where the men wear heels to sympathize on feminist days and feminist holidays. China has the might and the capabilities to attack anyone. The Lord says that they're not getting ready, as some might think. They are ready. They say it will be an X number of years before China can be able to do this and China can be able to do that. But God says that only America believes that China is still preparing. God says. God is speaking up and telling us raw facts. So I don't have a major in Chinese anything. But God is saying, and I can speak confidently from what he has given me, that China is prepared. So if your uncle is a general in the U.S. Army and you're watching this channel and he doesn't listen to you, He might want to. They're ready and they're waiting to attack any nation that attacks them. He says they're ready and they're waiting to attack anyone who's even planning to attack them. So that definitely is America. That for sure, 100% is America. He says they're ready and they're willing to attack anyone who stands in the way of their expansion goals. So China is going by railway and trailway to Africa to get all the minerals and to get everything. And can we build your schools and take all the diamonds in the mine? Can we just fix those roads? But what we're going to need is all the iron ore in the mountains. China's out there offering brand new deals to anyone with a pulse willing to sign on the dotted line i spoke of all these things in the prophecy that is called the fairest of them all where i said that i saw pipelines come out of china oh it was a prophecy about the yellow dragon the time of the yellow dragon the gold dragon is here and i was talking about pipelines coming out of china that were going all around the world and they were going and they were sucking onto and attaching to all the nations. And then I began to see minerals, and I began to see something called iron-rich dirt or mineral-rich dirt flowing back to China, all kinds of resources flowing back to China. And then I said, after a while, the pumps reversed, and I began to see resources coming out of China, mostly technology, but also weapons. Also weapons coming out of China. New weaponry that God says... Matching this dream that when the new weaponry is being shown, it could be being shown right now. I do not know. No Western country will be told about this. So NATO, the United States, they're not going to know about the Chinese weaponry. God says that in fact, what China will give back to America is toys, goggles, games. I saw that they will bring out superior things like laptops and phones and tablets with beyond HD 4D capabilities. I said, I saw that the things that will come out of that place will be like holograms in front of us. So, America is a nation that likes entertainment. So, China's going to sell us what we like. But then, to all these black ops people, all these secret guerrilla warfare people, China's going to be moving. Logistical weaponry, whatever that is, you know, I'm not sure what a logistical weapon is. I don't know if it's a super soldier. I don't know if it's a tank. I don't know if it's a, it's an actual weapon for the hands. But whatever logistical and tactical weapons are, China's going to be moving those things. And America's going to think that China's still building up the capability to do that when she can already do that. So China's going around... And the Lord says that she has expansion goals. And China will attack anyone, for instance, who keeps saying that Taiwan is not hers. China will attack anyone who stands in the way of their expansion goals. So here God is telling us, China has the same expansion goals as Russia. China wants to increase its influence. That means that China really wants to be heard when it's talking at the UN. China would really like a situation where it's not America's voice and America's sole veto that gets to stop all the fun. China wants the chance to outvote America, doesn't want that weighted voting thing anymore, actually wants to be able to see something on the table that America wants and then be able to say no, probably just to see what that feels like, because only America really knows what that feels like for now. China wants to expand their borders. That means that they have territory grabbing hearts, just like Russia is displaying right now in the Ukraine. And both these countries will be able to pick and choose what they want because they will be ally ally Buddy, buddy, in the end times, gobbling up territory together. Africa, be careful. I've told you before. There is a price to a road and a school. Not everybody is your friend just because they look like it. People can look like something on the inside, on the outside, and then their hearts are malice and darkness towards you. So they want to control the means of production. And they also want to take territory in the end times. And God says that we will see new colonization of the world by these two powers, China and Russia. And then God is saying that all those people that I saw, the people who were on shifts, the people taking naps, all of them is how Chinese society is embedded in the U.S. Silent voices that actually are repping Mother China, operating on China's behalf in the West part of a multifaceted push into America that's decades old and already successful. So by the time you're finding out that they did this, as the young people said, as the young people say, they did that. By the time you're finding out through this prophecy now, that this was a silent invasion, a piercing, a push to come in and bed down and blend in. And that is how they will take America from inside. These prophecies, this is from 2019 that I said the way that they will do it, Trojan horse, the people on the inside will open the doors for the outside. This is manning the borders. This is sending out very important codes. This is sending out very important locations. This is t- saying this is where all the Marines are stationed. Suit, 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 suit. Take out all those outposts. We're the best of the best. They go to sleep at 0600. Or they go to sleep at O two hundred or whatever it's called. They've only got twenty men moving around at that time. Just take them out. Take out the best of the best. They're born here, raised here, or they worked here long enough to just be a harmless face in the in the crowd. And the Lord says that watching that tiered system, a little above, majority beneath, like an iceberg. That represents the way that the Chinese community that is in on this. I didn't say every Chinese person is in on this. So please do not go outside and start with people. People are on edge these days. And some innocent person may give you what you're looking for. And you'll just have to take it because you look for it. Nobody is inciting violence here. Because that's the problem with people. They hear prophecy and then they want to start going off in their feelings. Like what can your feeling do about the fact that God is saying that the nation is under judgment and that Revelation 18 is going to happen, that you are going to fall to your enemies because this is the punishment. If you act out now and have a tantrum, and then so what? Xi Jinping is going to go, somebody's mad in in Washington, D.C., call it off. Really? Let's not do that. These are below-the-surface activities, people receiving orders and carrying them out with precision without anybody knowing that they are not who they appear to be. And so as God was talking, I saw something. And I have seen some things that, uh, being not of a military bent, I don't know if it's an analogy. I don't know if it's a real thing. I'm going to look for a picture and show it to you of what what it looks like to me. And then if it's a real thing, the military people will know. But if not, then I guess not. As God was talking, I saw two smooth balls at the same time. So it was almost like a split screen. In one side of the screen, I saw a smoky steel gray ball on a table. Now, you know, I've spoken of this thing that people who work these high powered jobs, they tend to buy this thing that is like a bar. So it's a smooth metal bar with two sides and hanging on it are usually two or three metal sticks with round iron balls at the end of them. And then what you do is you pull one and you let it go, and then it will start hitting them, and they will start going. And because of momentum, they can keep going for a long time like that until you stop them. I don't know what that thing is called, but we all see it in the movies when the rich person is, you know, being a boss. So I saw one of those things, about two or three inches. It wasn't small. It would almost golf ball sized. You could hold it in your hand. It would have heft. It would It would be something. I saw one just sitting on a table, and it looked very harmless. And then I saw a room where a person was standing and he was talking to another person and then it's like this ball rolled in on its own. So I didn't see anyone placing these balls. The first one was just on the table and then the other one just kind of rolled in on its own and it hit a man in the back of his shoe and he turned around as if to say, huh, what's that? And he saw the iron ball and he reached down and he picked it up and he was holding it in his hand in one panel. In the other panel, someone walked into the room and saw it and thought, huh what's that? And picked it up. And so I'm seeing two hands holding these metal balls. And then all of a sudden, the balls just went, they clicked, they shifted. And these horrific spikes shot out of these balls at all angles. And when I say shot, they didn't fly off like projectiles. They shot out of the metal thing so that it went from looking like a circle to looking like this. And when it did this suddenly and without warning, all those spikes went into those two hands that I was looking at. Just a moment, please. The best way I can describe those spikes, because of the lethal ability that I saw they had, was like a snowflake. If you've ever seen the enlarged image of a snowflake, then you know that the snowflake has a small core, and then it has all these little... Arms sticking out but the arms are not single and smooth the thing I saw had jagged edges just like this I hope you can see it the spikes that came out of the center of the ball had jagged edges just like this and I'm sure that you can see that if those edges go in through human flesh if you try to grab that ball and rip it out the majority of your hand is coming with that. It was a diabolical, destructive, very destructive weapon that I saw that looked absolutely harmless. Just a small steel ball. You look at it and you think, hmm, that almost looks like something you want to slip in your pocket. Almost looks like something you think, I'll be tossing it up and down when I'm working out the problems in my life. Well, the minute that people picked that ball up and they just held it for a few seconds, it just made a little whirring sound. It just shifted. And all those projectiles came out and embedded themselves. I mean, going through fingers, going in all directions through the palm. And the natural instinct is to grab the ball and pull it out. And there goes your hand. There goes all the tissue. There goes all the sinews. There goes um, the bone, the fingers. is a very, very deadly and destructive thing um, that I saw. Just a moment, please. And so I saw that there, is no, there was no way to extract that ball from the hand without professional help to cut the metal loose bit by bit. And if all else fails, you would have to cut the hands. And looking at the design of the ball, I saw that whoever made them intended to cause maximum hurt, maximum damage, and was clearly someone very intelligent and wicked. And so that is the dream that is at the core of this prophecy that is called China is ready. You're listening to the prophecy, China is ready. November 25th, 2023. After that, I woke up and I like, I woke up and God was telling me all these things and I wrote down my dream. It's good to write the dream down. I wrote down the dream. I wrote down the interpretation the Lord gave me. I wrote down the vision that I saw of the exploding ball. And then I fell asleep again and I had a short dream. And this is the dream. I kept hearing a voice say, my wife, my wife, oh, my poor wife. My wife is dead. My wife died. Oh, my wife. It was a male voice that I was hearing and that's all I could identify with it. I, could, I was just hearing a male voice in my dream, and I was following the voice, and then I came to where the voice was, and as I was getting closer, it wasn't a man at all. It was a little boy. He couldn't have been more than 10. He might have been even a little bit younger, 8, 9 years old, maybe even 7. Maximum 10. And he was sitting on the ground, and he was wearing a grown man's suit. So he's wearing a grown man's suit, and he was holding his head, and he was grieving. The suit was way too big for him because this was a man's outfit and this was a little boy and so somebody had rolled up the pants legs and rolled up the sleeves to try and make the outfit look like his but he was drowned in the clothes that he was wearing and the child did not notice his apparel nor did he care he was worn out weeping over something that he held in his life in in his lap a large square that he was holding and he was heartbroken this child was heartbroken and all he could say was my wife my wife, my wife is gone. And I said, young man, who is your wife? How can you have a wife? You're so young. Who is she? Can you show me? And then he looks up with this little tear streak face and he hands me what he's holding in his lap. And it is a large framed photograph, a beautiful dance shots of him and a little girl of similar age to him. He was in a nice little tux, a navy blue tux, and he was proudly holding this little girl's hand. She wore a fancy red dress with lots of fluff on it, and the two of them looked so beautiful, but I was still confused. These were children. What had happened? And why would this young one say that his wife was dead? And I suddenly heard a woman's voice off camera. This was the boy's mom. She sounded so tired, and this is what the voice said that's his special friend he loved her they went to the end of year kids dance together and they were due to start middle school together she was kidnapped and we were hoping it would turn out well but they recently found her not alive and now he can't handle it they're kids they should not have to deal with things like death kidnapping and murder ever since they went to the dance they've been inseparable He calls her his wife because he wanted to marry her. Now he doesn't want to do anything. He just sits with the photograph and says his wife is dead. And so I'm standing there. This is a little white kid with a little black girl in a red dress. Two of them look so happy in that picture, but now that was the only memory and proof that they knew each other had a friendship. And I saw the boy's mother looking extremely defeated and tired, emotionally drained from trying to care for her son, who was himself emotionally drained and slipping away. The child was slipping away. He was inconsolable, and he was having to face some bitter realities that even adults have a hard time dealing with. And then the dream ended, and that was the end of my sleep for the day. I decided to wake up, stay up. And when I woke up the second time, God told me the following, Parents of children, all ages, you know you can still grieve when they're 31, right? So please pay attention. The Lord says that child kidnapping, rape, pedophilia, murder, and what he called all-purpose crime against children is on the rise already, but that it will get to staggering levels. The Father says that we will see homicides increase, and more and more of the victims are going to be between the ages of 0 and 12. So we're going to see a skyrocketing shooting star increase in all purpose crime. This means every type of crime, putting out cigarettes on children is a crime, all forms of child abuse, starving children, all the way to the top, sleeping with children, raping them, sodomizing them, trafficking them. He says more and more of the victims we're going to see are between the ages of zero. This is newborn, has not yet had a birthday from the day they were born up to that first birthday, that's age zero, all the way up to age 12. He said they're going to be primary victims and that's because they are weak and vulnerable. The Lord was telling me, older children can run, they can hide, they can scream for help and if all else fails, they can fight back, they have a greater chance of getting wounded but surviving. And small children do not. So small children will literally get in the truck with their father and follow him anywhere, even if he takes them and buries them in oil wells at his job. Small children can be locked in basins. They can be drowned in tubs. They're easily smothered. And you can simply go and drown them off the pier and then say, the boys were playing and I haven't seen them all afternoon. You can do anything to small children. Older children will at least give you a run for your money they will leave a crime scene that will point to you even if they are not successful in defending themselves. Zero to 12 is the new mortality rate to watch out for as people, this includes their own parents, rape them, kidnap them, torture them, undress them for wicked purposes. This is anything from telling them, let's play a game. I'll give you a candy and then you take off your shirt. I'll give you a snicker bar and then you take off your pants. I'll give you $10 and then you take off your underwear. All the way to having porn stashes of small children, undressing children for wicked purposes. This includes sodomizing them. This includes live streaming them to old people who are watching via a private network link that you send them via email for $1,000 each, time expiry only, murder them, traffic them, and drug them to do crimes on them such as sodomy, abusive photography, sexual intercourse, ETC. The Lord says that this age group will appear more and more in the news as victims due to the rise of wickedness in society. These are the things the Lord revealed to me November the 25th, 2023. All of it is relevant, and you can certainly see how wide-ranging are the topics God talking about court indictments, God talking about big names going to jail, God talking about long-held secrets coming out. Some of them have already started to hit the press, as I described in yesterday's video. And more and more of them will come out because it's time for people to go to jail now. R. Kelly is not the only person who can go to jail. Everybody can go to jail. There's space in the jail. And God is going to see to it that justice is served at last cold case crimes, cold case crimes. There was a child murdered in 1984. They finally caught her killer. Someone from the neighborhood. They finally caught her killer due to different types of DNA testing that they have now. Another one, a 12 year old murdered in the 1990s. They finally caught her killer. Just this year, and when I see these things, I know that God's word is true. God says that the bodies under the ground are going to speak. And speak they will. You thought you buried somebody's baby in cement? They're going to build a mall where you buried her. And those men are going to drill and break up that little cement grave that you, that you thought you made. And you would have just dropped your cuff link, your business card, your wallet. God is just. They will find you, sir. Because it's mostly the sirs you will not take your gray head down to the grave in peace these are king david's words speaking to his son solomon just before his, he died telling his son all those who had wronged him in life and telling him solomon do not let their gray heads go down to the grave in peace And people say the Old Testament is not relevant. People just don't study. They don't read. They don't know the application of the scripture. Old Testament has some of the best prayers on earth. Your gray head will not go down to the grave in peace. Witnesses will testify. They will talk. They will expose you. One of the things that God said, and this proves Cassie's case, God said, That the feeling of injustice is going to press upon victims' hearts so much that they will literally feel like their heart has been taken out and replaced with a boiling hot coal. He said their hearts will be burning within them. Things that they thought, I went to therapy, I got over this. I have a badge. I have my forgiveness badge. I took therapy for this. I've been fine. I've I've, I've married. My husband gives me joy. My wife gives me joy. Those, Those things will wake up in people like dragons and begin to tear at them. If that is happening to you, God is behind it. Don't fight it. He is stirring up the voices under the ground. That is the prophecy. The way of the wicked is darkness and thorns. God said that there are going to be people who realize, wow, death is permanent. I'm not going to my deathbed with this secret. They're going to start calling, hi, Inspector Miller. Yes, this is me down the street. Yes, I know. I'm old now. Yes, the cancer's still there. Anyway, I want to tell you something about me and Maddie. Yes, Maddie, my sister from 1960. I want to talk about it. He said that people's consciences will become burdened and they will confess. And shortly after I brought that prophecy, a woman in her 40s, she's either in her 40s or her 50s, went to the sheriff's office and gave them spot on detail about a well that her father, who had passed on, had been killing drifter prostitutes, catching them, raping them, killing them. And then forcing his children his two daughters to help him hack those people up and throw their parts in the well so they go to this well after the other sister denies and said it's not true i never did anything like that because i guess she just wants to hold on to whatever farce of reality she had this case came not even two weeks after i gave that prophecy massive bust the man died But the weight of guilt on his living daughter was too much, she confessed. My father is a serial killer. I helped him to chop up at least nine women and put them in that thing. And she was a child. They were children, 10, 11. I can't even imagine the trauma. But this is God. This is God. And this is from the book of Jeremiah. I think it's Jeremiah 8, where God says, That I will cause the bones of the prophets and the kings and the princes to be dug up. And what did I say when God gave me that scripture? I explained it very well. And I said, you may die, but you will not rest in peace. Here on earth, your name, your legacy, your estate, your family, they will be dragged, 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 because your sins will come out. All the laudatory language he was such a good man we will find out that we need to revise that whole funeral speech and the lord even said that living family members are not going to be able to handle it when the nazi family history starts coming out some people are going to decide that they no longer want to be on this earth because you know this generation merciless is their first middle and last name when they get hold of information So this is the prophecy. China is ready. Self-explanatory in the title. Nancy Pelosi will be killed. Witches do not get to rest in peace. Every time I put up that piece of information, for some reason, I always get community guidelines strike, TikTok strike, Facebook strike. And yet it's true. Strike all you like, but it is true. The word of the Lord will not fail. The wicked will not go down to the grave in peace. Arrest warrants, criminal trials, uncovering the justice of God. And don't forget, church, it includes us too. So as you're paying for blood, let them fall. Make sure that your husband is not trafficking children on the weekend. Make sure that your, your son is not an OnlyFans pimp. Because right after they break some big star's story, that'll be your 14-year-old running in the kitchen, blanched out holding the daily bugle with your husband on the front page, exposed for being a deacon and a tranny. Be very sure that you sweep around the front yard first and plead the blood of Jesus. And then, yes, we can pray that the punishment should fit the crime. I am Celestial, and this is the Master's voice. Thank you for being with me. God bless each and every one of you that comes to hear the prophetic word of the Lord delivered in context exactly as he has given it to me. God bless you and keep you. Thank you to all of you who support the channel. Please understand that there is absolutely no pressure on you, but I always give my thanks to those of you who... Support me. Thank you. And I pray for you that God will restore to you and return to you everything that is yours with more pressed down, shaken together, and running over. There is absolutely no compulsion. Please, nobody feel guilty. You are here to hear what God has to say so that the inner temperature of your heart can match and even supersede and conquer the outer temperature of what life will be looking like in the future as the word of the Lord comes to pass. Thank you. And until I see you again. Goodbye.